for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to a very special episode 90 of That's a Shame. Special in the sense that we're not being recorded by the worst app ever to exist. It's Ringer! Woo! Don't buy their subpar product. It's also a special episode because before I've even been introduced, I'm, I'm leaving. Oh, I'm see you out. later. See you later. Where are you off to? Don't you worry. Okay, well, I'm Isaac and joining me, at least he was a minute ago, it's Declan. I don't know where he's gone. I expected something to do with his chair. But trust me when I say, at the very least, even if we bring you no content of note this week, which, let me tell you, we're going to be doing. No, or we're not going to be doing. Whichever one is the good one. Welcome back. I thought it was a chair. We'll at least be improved by being in the same room, having an audio connection above one by a year, and generally sounding like we're from the modern age rather than the stone man times. Yeah. Um, I am hoping that, you know, you did put a little edit in, but I'm hoping that was a lesson in hubris for you. Uh Uh-huh. How so? Well, because you were all like, oh, Declan's going to sound like dog shit, but don't you worry. I'm here with my 150-pound mic, with well, my hangover yeah. setup and my big computer with my two screens. So don't you worry, I'll be coming to you crystal two clear screens. all the way through the night. And then one second later, you're like... Hello, I'm trapped in a well. I sounded like someone's memory of like... I used to have this... I still have it actually somewhere a tape measure that was given to me by my sort of surrogate grandfather and you could record audio on it a feature that I'm never quite sure probably I mean, so obviously you could say be like record measure 50 yeah. metres 2 metres and a half of a bit that sort of thing but why did it need it allowed you to record up a to tape like measure, 5 minutes at a time a tape measure that was made in that really odd gap in history where <laughs> mobile audio recording technology yeah. and immediate playback existed Just but not in a phone but inches didn't yeah and you had to measure in bits on a half it was crazy actually yeah so i've got one of those and um i kept it and kept the battery on for ages because after jim this guy died there were some recordings of him talking that i thought were really nice so i used to listen to them and as the battery wore down there was no way of like getting them off other than recording them elsewhere. Yeah. It would be like, it just, it didn't do that thing of, you know how tape players used to slow down. So it'd be like, hello. It didn't do that. It just became further and further away. <laughs> so it sounded like he was like, first of all, he's at the end of the corridor and then the next week or something, he'd be like, off in a ship. It's me. So yeah, I think we had that kind of quality. And you're right. There was a certain, it's not hubris though. It's just the expectation was that the app ringer R-I-N-G-R, don't buy it, don't even even <laughs> interface with it, okay? We've done that so you don't have to. My expectation was, you know how all these apps work, I'm here and I'm hosting it, it should just record my audio locally. It filtered my fucking audio up to whatever Neil Armstrong used to get I think it filtered it back through me. Yeah, and then right back about And I was times. recording it through the ends of one of those like can on a strings that, people, that you use as like a kid instead of a walkie talkie or something. Nonsense. When I started listening back to it, there's a point where it's okay. And then there's a point where it just stops. And I had to, as I told you, sit there and like manually edit up the volume at the end of every sentence. Cause it was just, it was like, it didn't care about the last word in any of our things, which is a shame. Cause often that's where the punchline lives. Yeah. Also though, if you hadn't done that, it might've been quite a cool, um, 
sort of parlor game where people oh, yeah. get to add in the last word of their choice yeah but with no mechanism for feedback no and and obviously it only exists like in your own head yeah but other than that where some of the best games do yeah exactly but here we are hell of a show it, i said that while you were gone did you oh i said it was going to be really good but then i i sort of undermined it by accident but i'm bringing it back now to agree with you that That's it's good. going to be one of the great shows there's ever been I had a, I won't call it a nightmare last night, but a dream. I was having sort of a weird, uh, like fragments of dreams going on rather than one. Yeah. Normally when I dream or when I remember it, it's one it's really continuous narrative. piece that's been going on either for a while previously or it's like the start of a new one or it's a standalone. But this last night I woke up at like 3 a.m fully clothed on my girlfriend's bed where we'd both just fallen asleep. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is weird. And I, d- I checked my phone, which, as I told you, has got this new... Oh, there's a cool feature in iOS 11.4, guys. I don't know if you've experienced it. It's called... Um, I think it's probably called... Steve Jobs' way of trying to keep you not, you know, engrossed in mobiles. And called no fucking people. battery? Yeah, it's... Well, no, it's not that there's no. It's that it's um, how fast do you want us to drain your battery? And apparently oh, I, see. I went through the update quite quickly, but I must've accidentally ticked very, very fast. Right. Indeed. Cause whenever I look for more than a minute away from the phone, it's fucking dead. So I'd had it on a hundred percent, been asleep for maybe three hours, woke up and it was dead. So I kind of assumed maybe a month had elapsed. I had to check my beard <laughs> to be like, if I Tom Hanks and cast away myself, like that alien story that we've told before of Carl. Oh, yeah. Um, so I woke up very confused and then kind of came over, came back home, which is not very far for those who don't live with us, which no. is, I understand is most of you Yeah. <laughs> for now, for now, um, and came back and went to sleep. And because I'd kind of interrupted it, I had a very disturbed sleep after that, where I was like, I kept kind of waking up to weird noises and weird dreams. And the only one I remember is a dream in which I just woke up in bed at a normal time and, you know, checked my phone, as you do first thing in the morning when 11.4 hasn't drained the fuck out of it. And we had an email on our That's a Shame account, a TAS email, because they come up with a little orange staff. Mm-hmm. So I gave it a click. Subject line was, uh-oh, exclamation mark. And it said, I can't remember verbatim, but basically it was something along the lines of, hello, full stop, which worried me already. Oh, no. I've been a patron of yours for three years. So in, in my dream state, we clearly that didn't register as being, you know, not making sense. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, comma, standards have slipped. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, who have we offended? And basically the email just was like listing all the ways in which we failed not only to uphold our patron goals, but as, you know, as broadcasters, yeah. as people. And then it was signed off by someone called Xanadu22. <laughs> <laughs> Who at the time I was like, in my dream state, I was like, fuck, yeah, that's, you know, he's a, he's a super con. We get all the Xanadu contents out the window now. We fucked that Fucking one. Fucking hell. So I did check. I only remembered it. I remembered it as I woke up, but then kind of forgot about it after I'd checked. Oh, no, I didn't check then. But then a few hours ago, while I was on my phone, I was like, was that a, a real email? Do I remember God, getting Xanadu this really and I had a disappointed. Look. I looked not only in the inbox, but also in like the deleted, deleted to see spam. if I'd just been like... <laughs> God, just kick that away. <laughs> Pretend it didn't happen. So clearly, subconsciously feeling a lot of guilt about our, you know, our output of late. Mm. How about you? No, we, we, I mean, we have been falling. The mythical Xanadu 22, yeah. definitely a manifestation of your own <laughs> guilt there. <laughs> Freud having an absolute field He's day. loving it. Um, so yeah, we, we have got to start 
climbing back up on that horse. Uh-huh. Because what's more embarrassing than the fact that we just haven't been able to do all of the regular content uh-huh. was that we did also very boldly announce when we moved back to two a week, they would be easier for us not only to do that, but to do the extra content. <laughs> and we haven't actually, with much consistency, yeah. achieved either. We've done well on, for the most part, on the normal episodes. Yeah, this has been a, a bit of a weird time as well because it's like starting to be summer so people are trying to do social things all the time yeah and i like work stuff's exam of course season at the moment so i'm all over the place but yeah maybe we should pencil in some time we can get my google assistant to do it for us hey google yep google said remind me to do uh that's a shame stuff no i think i think google just gave up listening to you (laughs) Fuck. Oh, it's because it only knows my voice. Sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Google only likes no. me. But I'll I'll set a reminder. We'll, we'll take an hour to sort of right. re-establish ourselves. Maybe we should go to a like group meditation sort of thing. Definitely. Yeah, not. just to refocus. You're right. Absolutely okay, not. Okay, I'll look into that and see what we can do. Today I went to see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Is there any punctuation in that title at some point? No. Jurassic World Fallen, colon. Kingdom. No, it's just Jurassic World in the like normal logo yeah. and then underneath somewhere Fallen Subtitle Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. I don't think it was supposed to be like a crouching tiger, hidden dragon oh, okay. kind of thing. Um, couple of questions off the bat. Okay. Jurassic Park. Now, I didn't see the previous of the the reboots. The Jurassic Worlds. Yeah, I didn't see that. So have they, re- have they kind of retconned that the park was just like phase one and now we've got a whole world no basically that they just revamped the park and called it and world. called it world oh okay um and it was kind of hugely more technologically advanced what was their weird, stance like, on how the park all fucked up though they didn't that didn't bother them too no much. they were like it's it's actually fine now because we've got better control better systems that's they've got enough. guys in training oh you know, all the time dinosaurs. did they add any more um Electric fences, because I remember that being an issue. Lots of electric fences, um, lots of big metal fences, that sort of thing. Dragons hate them. You wouldn't believe it. They'd only gone and built a whole new dinosaur that didn't ever actually exist. Yeah. Why? That's not a draw. Because, no, well, this is the thing. Like, in this universe, you know, the park had been around again for a few years. People Uh, bored. Really? What? Stegosaurus. So, in this world, (laughs) there's a place called Jurassic Park, then world, that for some reason can't sustain a client base despite having resurrected probably the most popular creature of all time yeah. amongst like the yeah but remember dwells. that the audience is more limited because you have got to go all the way out to this island near cute Costa i just went all the way to disney world they don't seem they've got no dinosaurs apart from <laughs> on the ride dinosaur but they do animals. add they did have those avatars yeah they, they but, weren't there last time you went no but what i'm saying is if, and not if, everyone would have gone back. If not Chessington World of Adventures can sustain an income with having shut down Professor Burp's Bubble Works, later renamed, which I found out the other day, Imperial Leather Bubble Works. Drugs. How sad That's is that? It was just sponsored tragic. by a soap company. <laughs> and they took out all the fun fizzy drink <laughs> shit, like the cola coaster. And it's just an advert for shower gel. Yeah, at the end, they just wash you. To be fair, it probably costs an awful lot more to maintain... An island full of dinosaurs than rides, which I can tell you pretty much maintain themselves. Oh, I don't know about that. Though. There's a lot of infrastructure at a theme park, isn't there? Yeah, but well, like a good yeah, one but, at least. Yeah, but at this one, you've got all of that. Plus, you have all these live animals. Yeah, Chessington's got a zoo. 
Yeah, but zoos, they're all quite disappointing. Mm, you don't pay thousands of pounds to go Do to the zoo. Do you have to pay thousands to go to the Jurassic World? Oh, probably, yeah. It's pricey then. Yeah. So it's like That's the theme of, of the first one. Is there a... They've made it cheaper, but they've like, you know, they're, they're having to bring in more people because of that. Is there a particular keeper in the Jurassic World who you can pay off to let you, you know, poach, go out hunting dragons? No, but hold that thought. Okay, will do. So, yeah, in the first one, it's that they've built this new one and it's fucking mental. Yeah, well, it sounds it. It's called the... What's it called? The Indomitus Rex. (laughs) It's not. It is. Indomitus Rex. Yeah. And That's it's like, so a, it's shit. like a bit of everything, really. That's like the unobtainium of the Jurassic yeah. universe. Uh, well, don't worry, it gets good better. No, <laughs> um, it's basically like a mix of all sorts. So it's like when a kid's like, it's going to have the wings of a not quite. It an basically, angel, face it basically looks like. A cross between a T-Rex and a raptor. Right. But it, that's because it is, Right, that's not... Well, so it's smaller than a, ra- a T-Rex? No. Right. It's but the it's size, but it's got some features. Yeah. Has it got the brains of the raptor? Yes. No, that that's was an the error. danger. That was a that's big the error, because they're the most scary ones. And it fucks up the park. Yeah, well, I brought that upon themselves in a big way. Um, but then, uh, anyway, in this second one, that island they're all on, mm-hmm. Ila Nubar. Okay. It's exploding. No. It's a long dormant volcano. And now oh, it's not dormant. Checked. They should have been on top of that. It's fucking shit up. And there's a big, uh, a there's a big like battle going on in the Senate about, well, do we bother saving dinosaurs? Do they get the same treatment as other endangered wow, species? That is an interesting philosophical question. Or do we just let them die? And they went, we're going to let them die. Okay. So that's kind of satirizing the current state of the EPA, isn't it? it is, it's pretty see. clever. So the theme of this one is they've got to like try and save the dinosaurs. Right. But then it turns out the people who were saving them mm-hmm. were only going and getting them to flog them. No. Yeah. Wow. To, this has got a lot to say. This film yeah, It's like the ivory like trade now to people who wanted to hunt them. So you just sell them a dinosaur and then they just let it run off. They're like, right, here it is. Yeah. Open the cage. It runs away. You just, yeah, but you'll never guess what they've done as well. What? They've gone and made another dinosaur <laughs> that's a cross between that last one. Indomito, Indomito Rexy. And a raptor. So now they've shifted the balance. So it's like two-thirds Towards raptor. the raptor. So it's even more intelligent. And they've put some fucking odd features in it. Like to what? To make it a weapon. Bluetooth. <laughs> Essentially. Really? It, what, you can wirelessly network with this you dinosaur. can control it from an app. sort of no from a gun <laughs> you like you what? you use the laser on the gun right. to like show it a target and like then you cat. like yeah and then you've got like an audio frequency on the gun oh. and it sends it berserk for this fucking target wow anyway this thing's fucking mental like it's nuts and now how clever are we talking because i don't it's know it's very clever Extra- what, like doing crosswords no. language as in it can figure out systems yeah. it can like <laughs> what like an engineer yeah basically it's in charge of british guns. it can open doors it can follow you it can follow you is not that clever no but it follows you in ways that you know like an animal will follow you from a to b yeah. But this thing will go like round the outside to get uh, you. It, okay. it, it sort of sees the projection. Now, where going. does this idea that the raptor was so clever come from? Is it factual? Yeah. Well, like, 
How do we know that? Not like they weren't opening doors, but you know, weren't they weren't any, so they, we <laughs> can't judge them on that. Um, Imagine how sad you'd be if you knew as a species, like, God, we could be opening something. I they just were, don't know what it is. They were very intelligent. Right. And they did hunt in packs, but they were a lot smaller than they are in the films. Are they like like little mice? They're like this. Oh, that's so, so like sweet. two or three like feet Like a little tall. dog. Yeah. Oh, that's quite nice. But um, anyway, I, I bring it up mainly. Because uh-huh, it was um, film of the year. It's hilarious <laughs> as, as hell. A straight five star. But this... Uh, oh, I never told you this one. This new dinosaur, this new new dinosaur, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a cross between the Indomitus Rex yeah. and a raptor. Uh-huh. This one, they've just decided to call it the Indoraptor. The Indoraptor, yeah, right, like an Indochina, yeah, reference. I wonder if they thought about that at all. Probably not. No, no. Worries. Anyway, it's it's in this cage mm-hmm. in the middle of a room, and uh, everyone's had to run away because a well, smaller. More hilarious dinosaur, voiced by Eddie got Murphy. loose, uh, voiceless. Oh, um, had the mannerisms. It on. had the he character the of donkey. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's good. Um, he's fucking gone mental in this room, I and everyone's run it. away. Anyway, some hunter bloke comes in and he sees this dinosaur. He's like, "Wow, you weren't on the island." And he'd earlier been collecting a tooth from all the dinosaurs for his collection. Oh, what a pervert. Like that Jeepers Creepers freak. Yeah. So he, like, shoots this dinosaur full of tranquilizers. Uh-huh. It passes out. It wasn't faking it, was it? Well, first of all, it was. <sighs> oh, but, but he, that is smart. But the the bit just before you find that out mm-hmm. is that he's like, oh, dinosaur collapses. Mm-hmm. And this guy goes up and he... Uh, opens the latch on the cage to go and get in and get his tooth. And as he opened the latch on the cage, some four-year-old child, three rows behind me, went, you've got to be joking. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Damning indictment of the film's internal logic by a child. If you were in a test screening for a film you were involved with, and it's started being heckled by preschoolers. Kindergarten. <laughs> I would just quietly leave and pretend I had nothing to do with it. Kid was an absolute hero. <laughs> so what a cynical little child. How many like films has he seen that he's just been disappointed by that he's started to pick apart tropes? I know. The amount of media you have to consume by the age of four to understand like what cliche means. He must watch like the Gruffalo's child and be like, Fucking Gruffalo. <laughs> this is just the there same There ain't no Gruffalos. Again. That mouse is a fucking liar. <laughs> wow. You're falling for it again. <laughs> Goodness. Well, I won't be seeing that film, so it's good because you've caught me up and I feel like I, I... I didn't feel like I had to already, but now I feel like even less of an obligation yeah. to waste my time. No, it was very poor. Who's in it, even? It was hilarious. Chris Pratt. Is he? And Bryce Dallas Howard. Is she? That's a shame. Yeah. yeah. It's a, I guess they're being paid a lot, though. So. Uh, there were loads of people in it. Um, Toby Jones was in it. Wow. Race was he playing Spall? a scientist of some sort? No, he's oh. playing an evil auctioneer. Evil? Toby J- Oh. Casting against type yeah. there for... Rafe Spall was in it. That... Is it James Cromwell? No. Who's in, like, honest. everything, but also nothing. He's the guy who oh. plays that dead hologram scientist in iRobot. Okay. Him. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what it says on his IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, James, the dead hologram scientist. Come and sign my back. 
Well, yeah, that's there lovely. were all sorts of fucking yeah. You're like wow. All all sorts of people involved in a project. Uh, Jeff Goldblum was back of course. for a cameo in between his jazz album. Who at the end, like no, <laughs> this is no joke. Does look up to camera and say welcome to Jurassic World? No, yeah. at the end. Yeah. Why? Spoiler. Was he late? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <sighs> no, spoiler for anyone who is going to see it. Uh-huh. Um, they release loads of the dinosaurs into the wild in the US. Wow, that seems like a very, very poor decision. Mm. It was that or let them all die in this one room of well, hydrogen that cyanide. One, that one, rather than but disrupt the entire ecosystem of North America. <laughs> it's great, though. <laughs> it's a great decision. That's fucking mental. Is there any... Like, discussion about the possible consequences of that. Shall I, do you want to know why it happens? Yeah, I do. Well, okay, okay well, skip forward a few minutes now if you if you are planning to go and yeah. see it. There was a little girl involved, uh-huh. and um, it was the most unnecessary shoehorning in of a plot point mm-hmm. that could easily have been issued. Um, but she was the granddaughter of the dinosaur. Wink, wink. Uh-huh. Of the uh, old man who worked with John Hammond, the guy okay. from the first Richard film. Attenborough. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Um, God rest his soul. You forgot exactly. To say. Do you want to just God? Yeah, God rest his soul. Yeah, good. Um, and they were supposed to be like helping all the dinosaurs uh-huh. now, um, but you know they were sound a bit mysterious. I didn't realize that dinosaur wrangling was like a family trade, though. Oh yeah, like it gets passed down all the well, stories, no, because they. They were the genetics guys. Oh, and that is genetic, fittingly. Yeah. So the, it's in your genes that du- you're going to become a geneticist. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know so, it looked like that. So um, this little girl, she didn't have a mum. Mm-hmm. She'd been raised by, like, the the housekeeper. Okay. Um, and this James Cromwell character, Lockwood, his name was, mm-hmm. had this, like, photo album that no one else had ever seen. Oh, Yeah. Uh, with pictures with pictures of her mum in it weird and she was like oh did I look like her and he's like oh you yeah. are her and he's like <laughs> stop and he's, and he's what like, and he's like uh, oh yeah yeah you didn't no is like, she a clone yep no <laughs> as everyone why? knew from minute one why well what, what I love most is that they were they set it up as like this is what drove you and Hammond apart like you did go too far but you're like but this character was invented for this film you they fucking darling the sheep to yourself kid yeah so he, his, his daughter died and so he brought her back well I mean that's because a lot that, of because before they reveal that like fully <laughs> before they reveal it fully there's uh like the uh the old man is killed uh huh um, That's what it says in the script direction. <laughs> in italics. <laughs> the old man is killed. Um, exclamation mark. And uh, Rafe Spall's character is out causing the maiden. He's like, oh, well, I suppose you'll be looking for work elsewhere now then. Uh-huh. Like, uh, in a Being kind sensitive. of fuck off yeah. sort of way. And she's like, oh, no, like, the girl needs me. And he's like, it's fine. I- I- I'll look after her now. And she's like, no, I raised her. I raised both of them. And you're like, oh, Fuck. what do you mean? Intrigue. Of it's course, like we all already opera. know. <laughs> that four-year-old kid just walked out at this yeah. point. <laughs> he was but, done. But then, uh-huh. then, um, you know, fast forward a bit. She finds out that she's this clone. Uh-huh. Now, how does she take that news? Uh, well, she doesn't have a lot of time to 
process it yeah. because she's being chased by the Indoraptor. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, they kind of managed to kill the Indoraptor. Good. That's out of the way. Um, but all the dinosaurs they've been trying to save, mm-hmm. they're locked in the containment facility downstairs. There's been a leak of this hydrogen cyanide gas. No. They're all dying. Oh, they're all getting cyanided. And they like they grave. can see it in this window. Um, That's what killed them the Bryce first time. Bryce Dallas Howard, she's like, oh God, like I, I'm going to do it. And there's this big emergency stop, emergency like door big open button, button to open the doors. And she's like, fuck it. And she goes, no, <gasps> I can't. I can't. She couldn't bring herself to do it. No. She didn't so have the guts. They're standing there watching them. Listening to the musical notes of dinosaur death. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cave show from Lord of the Rings yeah. 1, guys. Um, and then suddenly, <laughs> the, the doors, doors start open. opening. They turn round. There's this little girl. She's hit the button. And she's yeah. like, they're like me. <laughs> In what way? Because they're, they're like clones. Me. I was going to fuck up the ecosystem yeah, as no, well. because they're clones. I was going to kill a and farmer she's in a clone, Indiana. And therefore, she has to let them live. Wow. They are, that's such an inspiring message though, isn't it? Because the, at the end of the day, they are like us. All the, of us. But the, the thing that I want to know is, you could have just done that story with, she was his granddaughter. She really liked no, animals. No, no, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. And it would have Sorry, you would have missed out on some of the great plot reveals, like, mm. is a clone, they're like me. Like, there's a lot of material that you would have lost yeah. in that reading. That sounds phenomenal. Maybe I will go and see it now. Because it you, is... It was a marvel. It was exactly what we went to see it for. Yeah, yeah, because it was it was two and a half hours of Total drivel, drivel, but like quite enjoyable. Here's quite a little fun. segue for you, and I know it's not kosher to announce that you're doing one, but hell, I've done it anyway. <laughs> two and a half. Just say that last thing you said again, and I'll do it naturally. Two and a half hours of drivel. Oh, that reminds me, Declan. Not the two and a half hours part, not the drivel, but spending time doing anything. What were we doing last night? Over to you. <laughs> You're right. Wow. Seamless. That was seamless. Um, we went to go and see. Yeah. For me, the second time. For you, the third. Oh no! At least at the eighth, thirtieth. <laughs> like genuinely, probably about the twentieth time. We went to go and see a comedian yes. called Diane Chorley. Yes. Now explain Diane. Hard to do so. So thanks for throwing that over to me. Oh, Diane sorry. Chorley is a fictional drag invention um a nightclub owner from the 70s and 80s from essex where can be island can be island specifically not where i'm from no tell us why can be island might be a setting i it's don't know anything hole. about it oh a hell hole it is a hell hole right and diane's character is this former nightclub owner who at some point kind of ascended into stardom briefly and whose flame has since thoroughly been extinguished by the ravages of time and age but the show that was on in edinburgh which i think it was either that one or the one before diane had done that Stuart lee called like the best thing he'd seen that year something mm-hmm. mental which is the highest praise possible oh, to attain by anyone um the show we saw rhythm of live was a fictional account of a whole album called the rhythm of life that diana put out with the excellently named Dan Chorley and the Buffet, which is a joke that keeps on giving. And it's just a series of mad, but in all of them, 
yeah, I think they're all brilliant songs. Like they all yeah. stand alone as great, great songs. And having talked to the person behind Dan for a bit, it turns out they used to be the frontman of a briefly very successful band oh, right. that did like a world tour for a bit and then faded into obscurity. And I can't remember the name of them, but yeah, that was the the premise for that one. And it's kind of Men interspersed. That's them. <laughs> She's calling that yeah, really weird. Um, it's interspersed with stories in the kind of parody of when you do go and see these people who have kind of fallen off now, who would be an example. I'm thinking like Colin Hay. Yeah, I suppose so actually. Yeah. <laughs> Colin Hay's solo shows, a lot of him singing songs and then telling anecdotes and then being kind of wistful and Scottish about it all. Yeah. Great, great show. You go and see him. He's great love, but it's, there's a more kind of potent tragedy, which Colin Hay doesn't have because he's very much at, peace with where he is and he's kind of successful as a solo act whereas the thing diane is parodying is those people who still basically think that their relevance has maintained the heights to which it once aspired but who actually the world's kind of moved on from in a big way and so there are all these mad stories about like when i was working with herbert de berg in new york producing this record the rhythm of life and it goes on like that for a marvellous hour. Uh, she's at Edinburgh this year, if anyone's going. So make sure to go and see. This show, however, was called Chatting with Chorley. And I followed Diane on Facebook. And my girlfriend works with her because she produces the cabaret in Edinburgh. And so we'd heard that there was a show coming to the South Bank. And that it was going to be a bit different from Diane's previous work. The idea was, as the name suggests, a kind of... Graham Norton-esque chat show. Guests on a sofa, Diane on a chair, interspersed with a couple of songs, with, this time, the full buffet. Buffet. Previously, we'd only met Milky. Yeah, Milky Bar, Christa Berg, the guitarist, who is a kind of tracksuit-wearing, like, mid-length, bleach-blonde hair, big glasses guitarist. Mute as well, you must remember. Very. Um, <clears throat> but this time they were joined by Pete Winch on drums. Yeah. Someone mad on guitar. I remember Kate, what was her name? Kate Chateau on piano. Yeah. On keys. And of course, Ron. Tell people about Ron. Ron is Diane's lover. That's fair to say, yeah. Yeah. She's been around the block, Diane. But she's... She'll tell you about it, but she's settled She's down. settled with Ron. Yeah. Ron is a... Besuited, yeah. Um, older gentleman, yeah, an about older giant man, 40, 50, something. Oh, I'd like say that. more like 50s, late 50s, 50s I'd say. Yeah, uh, bearded, yeah, stern, yeah, robust, yes. Uh, he's the look of a kind of um, slightly um, better dressed Brendan Gleason sort of figure, mm. yeah, I can see that. Gruff. A kind of more of an innate hostility than I feel looking at Brendan Gleeson's face. Yeah. Um, but, a, but a weakness there and a, and a jolility. There's something you can really, yeah, there's a mm. spark in his eyes. And um, he is everything. He's like a Swiss army lover. Yeah. The best sort. Which I'm certain must be the name of a porn <laughs> film somewhere. Better have to be. Um, he is bodyguard. Yeah. MC. Oh, of course. Harmonicist. Chief Harmonicist. Yeah. Or harmon- Harmonicist in Chief, I think. Yes. The title, yeah. Um, in Cheese. Yeah, in Cheese. In sorry. Cheese. He's an enforcer. Um, he is... Uh, an announcer. He's a guest. A compare. A performer. A status. He is a producer. Uh-huh. Showrunner. He is a giant Cockney 
criminal. He's a friend. Of course. And uh, he basically hovers about the stage for the entirety of this new production, doing whatever it is he <laughs> sees fit, but with a confidence <laughs> and, and, a, and a slow but decisive gait. And certainty about it yeah. that no one else could achieve. Yeah. And I just don't know who he is outside of that character. I have a feeling he might be that person all Yeah, the time. I think that's him. Yeah. I mean, not, not in relationship to Diane. No, but I think just so. <laughs> in his life, I think that must be just what he does. He just goes about sorting things out. He's yeah, a fixer. He is. I'm not saying he's a killer, okay, if he's listening. But if you needed it done, he he's, would do it. He's top of my <laughs> and so the show began with a, an opening song, a kind of spiel and then an opening song, which is one I, I knew before. D U C H E S S, the Duchess. Yeah, it's a great, it's a classic, isn't it? It's a crowd pleaser. And then it sort of morphed slowly and she's drunk her chateau nerf de pap but prefers her water from, from the, the tap, tap. duchess <laughs> it's so fucking great um it morphed with a real uncertainty that was kind of electric there was a bristling uh sense of no one really knowing least of all the people on stage where Le- least where and least of going. all diane yeah what was happening in the next moment it sort of became this chat show set up with no discernible format or or like semantic relationship to what you'd expect to be happening. No questions. None. Well, there no, were some on cards, but no they were just discarded. No, none, none Only more Lederer. questions. <laughs> Far more. And there were points at which, yeah, the first guest was someone called Helen Lederer. Give her a Google. She was in Ab, Ab Fab, absolutely yeah. fabulous. Um, Most... Most like Brits will recognise her from somewhere. I recognise her, some, but I have never seen any of the programs. Short, uh, blonde, yeah. like kind of that kind of bleach blonde, uh-huh. uh, but like dark eye makeup, mad blue eyes, sort of like absolutely very recognisable voice as well. Yes, um, and she sort of sat down, and I I would love to know what her sense of what to come. At the time, how she long ran. had this been in prep? What had she been told the show was? Because she was not prepared for any aspect of it. The only thing she was prepared for was to be drunk. Oh yeah, on so that stage. was good. Yeah, and she was getting more drinks passed over by Ron yeah. as they went on, and sort of being asked every so often questions, but trying to kind of create an improv world that was at at once baffling and also impossible to follow. Yeah, in as another performer on stage, she, she was just creating scenarios that were so specific in some sense, but just totally vague in yeah, others. So there was nothing to play off. For example, like Diane would ask a question uh-huh. that might involve the name of someone who was similarly vaguely famous yeah. in the 70s totally or 80s. Slattery. And, uh, <clears throat> and Helen would, would sort of brush it aside with a, a, a semi-answer, uh-huh. but then be like, oh yeah, and, and where did we know him from? Because we met him at, at the same time, yeah? At the um, dot, 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 waiting for response. And it was just like, it um, was more putting people on, on the spot yeah. than, like, than being an active improv partner. Yeah. Which was hilarious, because Diane handled it very well. Um, very, just, there's a certain... Very honestly. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. There's just a certain quality about that performance that is so assertive, even when... She clearly has no sense of what's going on, as None we said. at all. But it just manages to all hold together while everything else kind of collapses beautifully around it. Um, what else happened? They brought out another guest called Scotty, who came out and immediately admonished the audience for 
clapping so little that homophobically little crime (laughs) this being pride month and then it somehow turned into a kind of whose line is it anyway improvised song called the south bank blues yeah i was very surprised by the quality of yeah it it started like the worst hoedown yeah i I was so excited for what was going to happen and helen um they were sort of lined up and diane did some pretty good improved song great voice so it kind of helped sell it anyway and then it passed on to scotty who chose to do a kind of very acceptable thing to do here which was a talking in rhythm like a sort of jazz park life sort of vibe yeah um and that I was talking to Diane and she said to me one day, she Park said, life. <laughs> That's how it goes. South Bank. <laughs> and so that happened for a bit. And then it became clear to us as Scotty drew to an end that it was any moment going to be Helen's turn to do something. And I was, I've never felt more alive than in the seconds before. Such Just every it, thought. Abs- absolute nuclear yeah. tension. Just like, what's going to happen? <laughs> she was such a loose cannon. And what did happen was a sort of dance, uh, shouting, bizarre poetry amalgam that, I'll be honest, it sold. It, it worked. It worked, yeah. And then that wrapped up. It became kind of more normal. They abandoned the chat format altogether and just started Entirely. doing some service. Yeah. And all in all, it was great. It ended, as all good shows do, I think um, my favourite production of uh, I've Met Beth ends in the same way, where the audience were all invited on stage for a great big dance party yeah. for the final number of Macbeth. Duff's just swinging that head it's around. It's so cool, isn't it? <laughs> it's such a great... And they put like little glitter balls on it so it catches the light. Yeah. It's really lovely. And we all play ants is like going around trying to like mind sweep drinks so that people funny. have put down. And that's a detail that you might not notice. Like it's one of those punch drunk ass things, depending where you're looking, there's yeah. more immersion going on. So we all had a nice dance on stage. You, I know Dan's got handed a Diet Coke yep. <laughs> for no real reason. And that was it. But it just, it got me thinking about like the amount of time that people put into projects that are just so shit woeful whereas diane had clearly put at most six minutes of thought into the only aspect the only preparation had been emailing the people involved to say are you free want to come yeah (laughs) and one of them hadn't turned up (laughs) so even that had Had they not turned up or did they just run out of time who knows who knows anymore i feel like one of my favorite parts of it was you know any uh well rehearsed show uh-huh. um, you just start and you, you go until it's done and uh-huh. that fills up the time Diane no such temporal relevance uh, you know asks at, at one point you know how time check is like you've got 30 minutes left like, right we've got one guest out two left uh-huh. okay we'll, we'll make it work we'll make it work time check you've got five minutes left five right uh, well probably time for a song uh everyone <laughs> at your chairs down. down you come and what were we singing which one was it i can't remember it was um oh. my mother said diane don't yeah. give your love away yeah it's a classic song i'll try and link some diane material because it is fucking great it was yeah it was so good and what some very mistaken members of the audience came out thinking not many by judging by how energized everyone was on that lovely stage dance floor but my girlfriend overheard someone in the bathrooms 
apologizing to the person they brought with them being like so sorry it's not normally like that there's normally just like songs and stand up i just i just don't know what was going on there and i hate that person so much what would you rather you know uh an admittedly very very good stand-up act that is rehearsed and well delivered and very very funny or uh an evening in which nothing is planned yeah and because of this you end up hearing Helen Lederer's cocaine explosive diarrhea story <laughs> from the horse's mouth yeah, before just joining for a little dance. Yeah. I mean, if you appreciate, if you, what I don't get is like, if you found that first show funny and it is brilliant rhythm of life um, and you like that style of comedy, I don't see how the, this was like the logical conclusion of it because the whole thing is kind of rift and it's supposed to have that throwaway unplanned vibe and this time it was for real it was like a sort of beautiful glittery car crash it was great uh would recommend loved every minute of it every minute of it even mm. we've had some emails and i'm gonna start we've I had think, an awful lot with of uh well should we start or end with our most recent one i think we should start i don't want to end Do you want to get it out of the way yeah. so this was only a matter of you're not actually going ago. to read the whole thing i'm you? gonna give some extracts okay we received an email. Declan actually notified me of it with the six line message. What the fuck is this email? Something like that. Uh, so I went on and had a look dutifully. And here we have sent via the website. How to prevent prostate problems and diseases? Question mark from someone called Albert Emero. Subject line as stated. I'm just going to read the first paragraph here. The prostate... <laughs> is central to the A part of a male's reproductive colon. Now, that's the punctuation colon. I'm wondering if they've done a little anatomy joke. A joke. It secretes fluids that assist the transportation and activation, which is a great term here, of sperm. The prostate gland is located just as you're watching rectum. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on that? When... Um, you know when you're watching rectum? Well, why? There's Both like E4. and dislike about that uh-huh. phrase is uh, it makes it sound like one of these sort of optical illusions, right? It's 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 only there, or or like the some sort of island in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's only there if you're oh, yeah. watching it. Like as soon as you turn away, it's gone. Like the room of requirement is that what the prostate? Is? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> below the bladder and surrounding the urethra. Now, I don't know a lot about biology, but it doesn't sound right to me that it's surrounding the urethra. Yes, it is. Yeah. It surrounds it totally. Yes, because it closes it off while you're erect. Oh, okay. So that when you... That's very clever, isn't it? ...come, you don't piss. Wow. <laughs> it's the long and the short right. of it. When there is prostate problem, it is usually very uncomfortable and inconvenient for that patient, as his product is directly affected. His product. So that's <laughs> I'm always worried about my product. But let me just count here there's three four five six seven eight nine there's about 15 paragraphs of information about you know the prostate um how to deal with it how to live with one how to tame it how to prevent prostate disease it gives us some tips here i'll give you them as well drink sufficient water some studies declare that a couple of ejaculations weekly will assist to prevent cancer eat red meat sparingly maintain an effective diet and that's that's all for and then it does say if you're above 40 you're going to have an examination at least once a year so normally this kind of spam email like we're not reading we're not new to the idea of spam and no. random unsolicited messages normally there's a 
clear vector, which is the classic is, oh, mate, your HSBC's all fucked. Click this www.jsbt.org to come and reset your pass. Or, what's that? Your knob doesn't work. Yeah. Here's something to help that. It's a virus. <laughs> You'll be so stressed, it'll you, start working with You won't be able to stop. <laughs> so normally there's a very clear like, end goal. This one's just purely just informative. And it came through the contact form. Yeah, and that has like a capture. So I can only imagine that someone has manually... Copy and paste Someone it. has listened to this show and all their thoughts have been... Those lads need some prostate advice. Yep. <clears throat> Better send that across. Between us, we're over 40. So does that mean we have to get a check half once a every... Prostate exam. <laughs> every other year? <laughs> the idea of half a prostate exam is so upsetting because then it's just the recreational it's, it's, part. It's, it's all the invasion. And none of the 50% of the accuracy. <laughs> they only do like the left-hand side. Uh, okay. Well, that side's fine, so you're probably all right. But yeah, I guess, you know, get, get it checked, guys. Get that finger inserted and your health will only improve is what albert's message is to all of us today yeah we've had some more email and i'm pleased to confirm all the rest of it suspiciously lacking in prostate oh advice. thank god um on charity from toby milestones king who will appreciate this being episode 90 i'm sure he'll be wetting himself indeed with with sheer glee i will become a patreon unless, what unless the prostates well i'm in, thinking like if, if you are wetting yourself uh-huh. Just because an email is being read out, uh-huh. that probably is that's a sign. To go for a check. A, a check, maybe not just the prostate. That might be all kinds of other things. But we're yeah, not and if you, and if you do get it done, get the whole check done. Yeah, not, yeah, just not the half one because that was that all was the invasion, none of the results. Big mistake. I'll become, says Toby, a Patreon member if number one, you would stop doing. No, you stop doing. Would you rather questions like a pair of mad Samuel Beckett characters? Two. Isaac never mentions his fucking psychopathic bread cube nonsense ever a fucking again. <laughs> Toby, thank you for your support on that matter. Well, Toby, look, I'm happy as... Is that... Are those all the conditions? Yeah, there's only two. Okay, right. So are we going to get him on board? Are we going to stop Would You Rather and I'll never mention cube uh, bread? I, I feel I, like... I feel like we could do it in, in stages. We, we stop bread cubes. That's now. My integrity demands that I we evangelize that about... The Look, one you true only, bread ever, form. You only mentioned it on episode, what, 89? Yeah, because I assumed it was common knowledge. Right, 89. So in another 89 episodes, you can bring it up again. Okay, that's fair. I'm a set reminder. Right. Um, we've also had an email from Kevin Wilson. This was a couple of weeks ago. Specifically one. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> one and a one half. weeks ago. Check. <laughs> OMG, exclamation mark, is the subject line. And that is the kind of positivity Xanadu 22 that I appreciate. Not any of your made-up, nightmarish freak <sighs> bullshit. Gents, as if I didn't already love you guys already, the fact you referenced the movie Airplane in the latest episode moved you up to near heroes in my book. One of my all-time favourite movies. Cheerio, Kevin from Canada. What film do you think we have to mention to reach hero tier? I'm pretty sure it was Jurassic World, so congrats. <laughs> Jurassic Fallen World, Fallen Kingdom's Kingdom. done it. Wow. Well done, us. Airplane is a phenomenal movie. It's the best comedy ever, mm. surely. Uh, bless me from Noah. On episode 89, you were talking about how it's inappropriate to bless yourself following a sneeze. I did this when I was around age 10, riding the car with my grandma. Uh, that was me <laughs> spitting that, because that's just my natural flow. And she called me out on it. I retorted with... What if nobody else blesses me, though? And she said, well, then they weren't raised with beer. She meant manners. But nonetheless, this is a defining memory I have of her. (laughs) (laughs) 
What is what's going on there? Do you? No, I'd like to know if you are sure that she did mean manners. Because I'm sure she didn't. And if 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 so, how was she drinking at the time? If not, why are you so certain uh-huh. that is that a story you've told yourself? What Declan's saying is there is a lot of assumptions made by you and also by us reading it and i don't yeah. think those necessarily align no but thank you to everyone who got in touch nonetheless not well no not everyone what who who uh, you're not thinking not the the prostate man well no look he's just spreading the the good news it wasn't the good news <laughs> it wasn't good news it's, he the said good news. it's just after you're watching the rectum yeah no but he didn't mean that did he made it sound like the directions to neverland <laughs> <laughs> Third victim to the left and straight up till prostate. Oh, that's a shame. I think it was translated. It sounds like it was kind of Google translated. And maybe this is a guy who received an email. And maybe that original one was a kind of scam for some like backyard medical freak who actually just wants to get all up in you and pretend it's a check. But Alberto, being the conscientious global citizen he is, he's translated it into every language he can find. He's and like now he's they, trawling the web. To he's send like this, that, out. this lunatic has taken advantage of a good cause. Uh-huh. Let's redress the balance. Writing the wrong right. of the karmic universe, and we can only thank him for that. Uh, not only you'll remember. But we can thank. Next him time for you that. get a checkup, right. Alberto will pop into your head just as the doctor pops into the other end. Now. If you like Alberto, like Noah, like Kevin, like Xanadu22 and Toby before you would like to get in touch with the show, there are all manner of ways to do so, aren't there? We've just prepared a, a real gamut of treats, communicative as they are. Declan, which would you say is your favourite? My favourite? Me, I love a tweet. Do you? Love a tweet. Yeah, I've noticed that. There's a personal uh, uh, factor uh-huh, involved. Because it pops up straight on the phone, doesn't it? It does. Well, no, because for me, I don't have the old Twitter notifications turned on. Why is that then? I just, I don't like getting them. Oh. I, don't like, I don't like getting them pop up. Although actually, for some reason, I think my Twitter kind of had a bit of a sulk about this uh-huh. and decided not to give me any at all. Good. Even when I'm on the app. That's what I'd have done. So I, I like, I, I haven't had any. Ever. For, like, for, for three straight days. Oh. I hadn't had any. And I was like, oh. You know, it's kind of died down. You know, not, uh, you know, I'm not offended. uh, (laughs) And then I I went on Twitter on the laptop earlier and I had 34 (laughs) notifications. Um, But no, it's a nice personal element to it. Uh Um, We can respond directly there. And immediately. Yeah, we get to see your lovely faces. That's always a treat. Yes. Um, So uh, Twitter, you can find the show at That's a Shamecast, or you can find myself at Cynical Declan. You can find Isaac at Isaac BD. That's very true. Alternatively, should you have any questions, queries, an ultimatum, perhaps you've got a suggestion, perhaps you've got some medical advice. About a different gland or organ. Hmm. Susceptible to... uh, disease and illness just As like all the others are. maybe yours is um omnisexual okay fair enough rather than you want uh, to broaden the, the yeah, yeah exactly um, you don't become pigeonholed as a purely prostate advice based show uh that is in fact the last thing it's really low on like. my list like i'd have to do i'd have to exhaust so many podcasting options before yeah. we started that's a pro that's a prost that's a prost <laughs> okay <laughs> we'll just park that <laughs> Um, put a pin in it for now. So should you have any of these or indeed any other reason that you've discovered for getting in touch, yeah. you can find your way 
into our inboxes, into Isaac's dreams. Yeah, quite Xanadu directly. 22 in your way <laughs> straight into his sleepless night. Um, at uh, Tass at shame.city. Now, Tass, is that a, that's no, T-A-Triple-S? Oh, you've got it wrong, you see. Stop. It's, no, because think about it. Go on. What do you think Tass stands for? Um, the T is probably the... Because if, no. if you ever guess a T, it's the... No, it's not the... Um, this. No. That. Think about... Go on. That. Keep going. Uh, that. What can come that, after that? Uh, Anne. That's Anne. That's not Anne. That's a... Uh, no, I'm, I'm not hard <sighs> You're close there. That's You're a show, because it's our show email. <sighs> So close yeah. again, so close again. That's a shame. So T A S one interpretation. Tass at shame dot. Because I made that email address and I was thinking very different things. You could alternatively go to the website and find us via the contact form. That'll be shame.city slash contact. Where I'll be upgrading our defences against <laughs> automated prostate spam. <laughs> I'll be putting in a character limit for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna just write something that scans for the word prostate and automatically burns your computer <laughs> if you try and send us anything. Um, while you're there, check out the artwork that Have Isaac makes dutifully for every single episode. Sure There'll do. be at least 90 of them. That's mad. Mm. There are definitely more. Um, yeah, although to be fair, for Block Switch, we oh, have three of the same. The same yeah. so. That was a low point in my artistic Cop career. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and also make sure to visit shame.city slash review or reviews and leave us a nice, glittering, sparkly, shining five-star review. It'll make you feel good. It'll make us feel better. And isn't that what love's all about? That's what it's all about. Until um, then, that's it, isn't it? No, it's not. What the fuck else is there? sake. Come on, then. Out with it. Look, if unlike Xanadu22, oh, you're happy to give yep. and you are in a position to give... We are on Patreon, patreon.com slash shame city. And as ever, make sure, like Supercomps, Noah and Emily, to womibomb the fuck out of the show. Yeah. Word of mouth is best of mouth. So spread the good news like Jesus before you. Um, yeah, the Patreon, if you're there already, expect an email from us in the next week or so about, we'll probably do a little survey, will we, about yes. rewards and tears and things. We'll get on that. In a big way. Until then, though, guys, with only, what, nine episodes between now and our big milestone, which makes me feel sick to the back teeth in a good way. I've been Isaac. You've been. I've been Declan. Keep those bread cubes forming. See you next time. You bastard. Simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Honey, just for me, the bare necessities of life will come to you.
the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, oh Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander, wherever I, wherever I roam, wherever I, I couldn't be fonder, could be fonder my, new home. my new home. The bees are buzzing in the tree to make some honey just for me. The bare necessities of life will come to you. 